episode 257. Thank you all for listening to episode 256. Do you want to watch a rumble? I am Mantis Toboggan, MD, here with my co-host. Um, I guess this isn't a wrestling episode. I was going to go with Edgy Bear, but I guess I'll take <laughs> next one on that. Um, I like so Edgy Bear. Ed- okay, I'll stick with Edgy Bear. I'll do that for two episodes. Because of the the new structure of the show, you could have went with Bear Rose. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Or Pete, Pete Bear. <laughs> Pete Bear. Barry, Barry Rose. Barry Rose. Um, we're going to get into that. We're doing a new show structure. We're going to have shorter episodes, actually, and we've got time limits to each so that we keep ourselves moving forward. We're going to talk about those segments, what they are. We're looking forward to it. But before we do that, of course, We've got to thank our sponsors. So thank you to Wes Anderson for a moment in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, first and primary sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Get in touch with Brandon, allworkclothing.com. Can help you with all of your clothing needs or even other needs you might have that you might have a logo for if you're a sporting team or a podcast like us or a company. He can put it on flags, koozies, hoodies, we got hoodies coming, by the way. You guys will like those. Those will get to see them and get them. Uh, many different things. Pennants. Hell, you want a pennant? You want a flag? Whatever you need, he will help you out. Allworkclothing.com. Thanks to Sean Crandall Squatting Landscaping. Give him a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Scottsdale, Arizona. Perfect. He can help you with all of your needs and uh, whatever it may be. And right now it's, he's doing the plowing needs. So if you need plowing, get in touch with Crandall's Quality Landscaping, 419-704-547. And one, and look, he gets to see the timer. He shows up late. Yellow jacket, Cody can't even follow a 745, <laughs> but we got to thank the last sponsor, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yes. To get all your, confidence and dating needs for when this pandemic is over vaccines are out it's going to happen here i'm sure in the next like eight to 12 months bars will be open michigan reopen their restaurants so you need to get to datingtransformation.com get a consultation from connell he will be able to get you on facetime skype zoom whatever's easiest for you whatever platform is best just make sure you reach out to him because if you don't get that confidence you're not going anywhere in life also make sure to look out for his book coming up pre-sale february 15th Dating sucks, but you don't. Make sure you look out for that coming up. So get to datingtransformation.com and reach out to Connell Barrett. And look at that. We're already 10 seconds under onto the next thing, and we can move right into the sports updates. We got golf. Welcome, Cody Bryant. Thanks for showing up late and fucking with the time already. <laughs> I don't need no stinking timer. Oh, whatever. I want to keep this shit going. Bears got to go to bed. I got shit to do. You got kids to watch. You got kids. Like, I ain't got nothing to do. Who? Me? Motherfucker, I still got to work. I got to work every goddamn night. I do too. I just got (laughs) off the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So, sports. We got golf this week, Barry. You want to. I can update the standings real quick. If I don't know who won the tournament, I know it was Farmer Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Who won that? Uh, Patrick Reed won this week with a little bit of controversy. Um, he had, There was a couple little minor rules violations he had, and it seems to follow him. That always happens to him for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, so he's not a big fan on the tour uh, nor out there. So he's pretty much the uh, heel of the PGA, and it's been that way for a little bit. And I've, uh, as of this weekend, it certainly hasn't helped. But 
hey, the dude wins. I think um, this is like the – I want to say this is the eighth year in a row he's won a tournament, which, I mean, you got to think on the PGA that doesn't happen a lot. Obviously, you got your big top guys, but, you know, winning at least one tournament eight years in a row is usually at least a million bucks. So, I mean, the dude's making some money. Um, that was at Torrey Pines. It was a uh, – I mean, besides for uh, you and – you and Parrot, um, it was not a good week <laughs> um, for uh, Cody, Brandon, and and my golfer. Um, Cam Smith, actually, I, I think I texted you guys. He was he shot 66 on Thursday, was in fifth place, and then shot a 79 on Friday and missed the cut by one stroke. Yeah, so, unbelievable. So we had yeah. three missed cuts, like three missed, that, yeah, three missed cuts. Not great. Oh, uh, that's uh, and I made fun of Dub. He wins, and then he has three missed cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Um, you're the only one so far without a missed cut this year. So, I mean, then, te- technically, Parrot has neither, but he had two no picks. So, so he gets missed cuts, but he's still in the lead with 33.8. Yep, Fucking absolutely. Parrot. That's that's crazy. Um, so yeah, we'll see what he does. But this week's always a fun tournament. Always on Super Bowl weekend. Uh, TPC Scottsdale, the Waste Management Open. Um, unfortunately, this year it won't be as fun because usually this is the one where they have the pack 16th uh, par three green, the big party green, you know, right there by Arizona State. It's a it's a um, like kind of I wouldn't say glitzy, but that's kind of the tournament, man. I mean, it's a it's a tournament where they got the college kids out there drinking. You got a whole bunch of co- companies and corporations out there at Super Bowl weekend. It's always a good time. Unfortunately, this year, um, they won't have all those fans out there. Hopefully next year in 2022, they'll be back. Um, They were out there last year because it was pre-COVID shutdown. Um, But, you know, this is a a tournament where a lot of the bigger names play. Um, You know, last year, Webb Simpson won. Tony Finau was up there. Justin Thomas was up there. Bubba Watson was up there uh, two years ago. Um, Ricky Fowler won. Justin Thomas up there again. He's got two top three finishes in a row here at this course. Um, Gary Woodland won three years ago and Hideki Matsuyama four years ago. So, I mean, it's a who's who of who plays in this tournament. And over the last four years, it's been a top 20 golfer who's won the tournament. Um, So pick wisely off of that. Um, You know, for me this week, I uh, I'm going to go with the guy who won it two years ago, Ricky Fowler. Um, he's been playing some decent golf, nothing great, but he's made the cut the last two tournaments. Um, he's starting to do pretty well. So I'm going to go with Ricky this week because I just, I just don't think he's going to win a major this year. So I'm not going to hold him for it though. He will finish top 20 at the masters. Like he does all the time. I'm not picking a guy who I think will win, but I think it's a guy that has played well, has, uh, done very well this year. Last couple tournaments has finished, I think 16th and second. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with Chris Kirk. He's playing hot. I'm going to take the hot hand. I don't expect to win. I would appreciate a top 10 or 20 or, you know, making the cut. That's really <laughs> all I care. Uh, top whatever my average is, 30-something. So as long as he can beat my average, hey, buddy, Chris, just finish in the top 34, and I'm happy. There you so go. Please do it for me, Chris. Cody Bryant? Uh, Hideki Matsuyama. It's a good pick. Also made the cut the last couple of weeks as well. He's playing some decent golf, so got good good uh, tenure at this course. I think he could easily be uh, be up there. Um, dark horse this week, um, even though I don't think he's really a, a dark horse, but Rory, man, I, I last week I thought he would win. He was up there and kind of choked on the weekend. I don't know what it is. I just I just think every time someone puts him down, he just comes back and usually. Uh, finishes top five. So I actually have him in both my DraftKings lineups um, 
this week. Pretty good. Um, we got, uh, well, we got NASCAR next week. One week from today, we're going to be making NASCAR picks. Daytona 500, Daytona Speed Weeks next week. So look look out for that. We'll get into NASCAR then. But this week, the end of football. We got the Super Bowl. We got the Chiefs favored by three at Tampa. First time a home team. It will be a, basically a home game for a Super Bowl contender. And a line of plus minus 57. So, Cody Bryant, uh, first off, uh, what? Give me the score and uh, who's going to win. And then we'll determine if you went over or under and the plus or minus on that. Oh, 38-27 Chiefs. Okay, so you got the over and the Chiefs Going are going to win over. by more than three. Yeah. I like that score too, man. I, uh, I, I'm i actually going to go 42 to uh, 24. I think they're going to crush them. Chiefs. I mean, it's Brady in the Super Bowl, so uh, he's never been out of a – he's never been blown out in a Super Bowl. I mean, it's never been where, like, he's gotten destroyed. Um, So I don't see that happening. I think Kansas City's going to get up big and Brady's going to make a comeback. Um, I'm also taking the over and also taking the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs actually three and a half um, on Barstool uh, Sports app in the over. 35-31 Chiefs. So just for fun, I'm going to go back because, remember, we're still playing for uh, championships here. We got two people that took the Chiefs, me and Parrot. Unfortunately, I have the score at 48, and Parrot has it at 63. So <laughs> as long as I can keep it there, uh, we're in good shape because uh, Cody Bryant and Dub both had the Seahawks winning, and Barry, you had the Cowboys over the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. I need it at uh, 48, and – Parrot needs it at 63. So what's our cutoff there? Uh, about 54? Yeah. 55? 55, so, I think. So 48 for me, 63 for him. So, yeah, 45 is where I need it. For, or excuse me, 55 and under. Because at 56, it goes to him. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not quite sure if you're going to get to that point, but that's all right. It's I don't know. Be, I think Parrot Parrot might get a title finally. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a shootout, man. I just I can't see them. You know, like I said, I I think Kansas City's gonna get up early. They're gonna get up quick. They're gonna get up fast. Um, and then Brady's gonna make a comeback. Um, I just I just can't see. I just can't see Kansas City losing this game. I've I've tried to look and say, okay, how's this gonna happen? What's gonna go? But I just there's no way, man. I mean, they, they got up on them huge in Tampa the last time, and they took the, the pedal off the gas and let Tampa come back in that game. It's the only reason why it was close. I don't think Tyreek Hill has the game he does. I think it's going to be a Travis Kelsey game. I think he's going to be um, – I think he should he should be MVP of the game, but obviously I'm sure they'll give it to Mahomes. But I'm, gonna, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to put some money down on Travis Kelsey to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. I like that. The, uh, I, I think that that could very well happen. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if Tom Brady wins because it's Tom Brady. I'm just hoping in my mind for a blowout by the Chiefs because I don't want to see him win. I wouldn't mind if you want. If you want, I'm not going to be angry. Yeah, That's the, the problem. Thing. The problem is um, the Chiefs aren't playing. Um, the Chiefs aren't playing Matt Lafleur and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, and they're playing Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, and they're not going to make those mistakes. 
Um, if Brady throws three interceptions like he did against Green Bay, Kansas City, it'll be closer to Co- it'll be closer to Cody's score. It'll be closer to a blowout if Brady does that again. There's no doubt about that. So Brady's yeah. got to play. Brady's got to play a clean game to keep him close. Yeah, because what uh, Barry you said, what was the score going to be? 35 31. 35. And that's what you had actually. Did you know that's what you had for the score no. No. at the beginning of the year? 35 31. Cowboys no, over I Chiefs. I did not actually. Um, I just, that's just a number that came into my head. So I must just be sticking with me. Uh, so, and Cody, what did you say it was going to be? What did I say? 38 27. Yeah, I think you did. Yep, you did. And I said 48 yep. to, or 42 to 24. So it'll be interesting. So I think I'm basically giving Parrot the title if it goes the way that I think it's going to go. Um, so it'll be interesting. All right. So a fun little stat I saw, or well, not even a stat. It was a fun story I saw. It was from a, a former Browns offensive line coach, Bob Wiley, told a story about the night Baker Mayfield took over in the Thursday night game against the New York Jets and won it. I think we remember that when he came in. After Baker's first series, the old line comes to the sideline and they're laughing. Coach says, why are you guys laughing? They say the Jets defense was talking trash and one Jets lineman says, hey, rookie, we are coming after you. Baker looks at him and goes, I don't even know who you are, man. <laughs> so I, I was like, I'm not a big Baker fan, but I was like, all right, I get you some respect there. I thought that was good. Um, Bob Wiley, the dude that the fat dude who always yell hut and he had that video is awesome. Oh what? my God. I know. Right. What? A great coach. The, uh, <laughs> we got the, the, we'll get to the Matt Stafford trade here shortly. Uh, Nolan Arenado got traded to St. Louis Cardinals in baseball. Uh, he's going to, so the car, Colorado is going to receive multiple players and sending upward of 50 million to St. Louis in the deal as well. Crazy. Yeah. A huge win for the Cardinals, man. I mean, that's crazy. I, I don't even know why Colorado let them go. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, I think for, I mean, the Cardinals, it's a, it's a huge win, huge trade for them. Um, I don't know what the Rockies got back, but uh doesn't it didn't it sounded like they lost the trade <laughs> no i'm with you i don't even know what they got either cody you know anything that they got no i think just cash mostly cash <clears throat> shit i mean the uh, covid hit a lot of teams hard man i wouldn't be surprised if we see a few more trades like that yeah, um, you're right it's a lot of it's a lot of money that's that's been lost because i mean with a lot of the mlb teams a lot of their revenue comes from you know, people actually attending games. So uh, at least a lot of the money that they can keep is, you know, they all have a revenue sharing agreement, you know, with all the teams in the league, but the majority of that money that you keep comes from your, your gate revenue. So, and I don't know how Colorado's gate is, but I mean, St. Louis, they consistently have sellout crowds, no matter if the team's, you know, great or terrible, you know, they've been mediocre the past few years, but, you know, they still sell out. So, I mean, I, the Cardinals can afford them. It's kind of where big names go to die, though. So, <laughs> you're right. Uh, has anybody seen Paul Goldschmidt yet? Who? He was a stud in Arizona. Yeah, he, exactly. oh, yeah, he was great, man. And he came across, he would have moved across the river and you don't even know where he is now. Right. 
the uh uh so what about my favorite one this weekend was matt stafford man going to the cody bryants gets rid of his boy jared goff <laughs> he's yeah he gave up, he gave we up jared goff we found a, a team dumb enough to take him <laughs> they took his contract they took his contract but they got a lot of picks. Do you think the amount of picks they sent over is going to be worth it? Or who? Well, they sent over picks and golf for Stafford. Right. That is what two first rounders, two, first two second rounders, two seconds. Yeah. So I and golf and his money and his contract. I know that. I biggest say that's the biggest thing. Money. Right. That's the biggest thing. They were able to unload that money. And I guess it's so, gonna they're gonna see like I mean it makes him a contender. Stafford's a stud, man. If he wins for them, gets him to a Super Bowl, whatever, wins one, especially, <laughs> it was worth it for them. And depending, we don't know what the Lions are gonna get out of it. I think we're looking more for the draft than we are at golf for the Lions. Yeah, I would say the Lions they're they're gonna really start tanking. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's already gonna happen. I mean, sorry, they Detroit. Were, <laughs> they were going six and ten with Stafford, but. Yeah. What do you think? They're about happen? to go three and thirteen. You think they? You think? Do you think that they trade up because they got two more first round picks? You think they try to unload those in their number eight pick to to maybe get a little higher to get somebody uh, like Zach Wilson or a Fields or maybe Fields falls to him or Wilson falls to him? I don't know. I say I. But why might. are you going to do that though? You just got golf. Like I don't. I I discussed that with Lions fans at work, and I'm like I just. They said the same thing. I'm like, I don't understand it unless you're going to trade golf again elsewhere. Like, listen, trade somebody has watched Jared Goff, you need another quarterback. All right. <laughs> I'm telling you now, listen, as the great Bomani Jones says, listen to me now, believe me later on. You need a second quarterback. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, but you can't have someone that young and then go draft like, you can't have someone who's 26 or however old golf is and then go draft someone who's 20, 21, and have them sit behind fucking golf. Like, you can't do that. It's, Why not? Hell, hell, because you can't have him sit behind golf. Why would you have him sit behind Stafford? What do you, I mean, what's he going to do? You're going to show them all how to play like shit? Don't know what That's not stupid. to do. It's a terrible strategy. Terrible strategy. I mean, look at John Walford. He came in, did the complete opposite of what Jared Goff did and won a playoff game. And what is a, well, he got hurt, and then golf won him that play. Yeah, he got hurt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he got each, hurt, though. To each his own, and golf won the game. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> this is true. I mean, we're going to see how it plays out. So, I think if we go to our – because we had a stat thing going on, too. QBs, I think we all are wrong on that one. Yep. Yeah. No, it's just the, the best wrong. thing about the – on the Rams side is that – Oh, did you already trying. highlight these? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say somebody did was, it because it wasn't me. I was doing that. Yeah, I was doing that when I did golf the other day, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Well, thank you. Appreciate it. We're all we're all I mean, over two. I guess technically neither of those are quote unquote wrong, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's where they're starting at next year, so. And that was the question. Yeah, I mean, I honest personally, I don't think I think what they're gonna if anything, if they want to move up, they'll go get Devonta Smith. You're gonna. Yeah. I think they're gonna roll with golf. I really do. And I'm not. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just saying that I think that's they're gonna be their plan, and they're gonna have to build defense and they're gonna have to build some around it because your running back situation is all right. Um, 
Wide receiver situation, though, I mean, Galladay didn't play pretty much the entire year. Marvin Jones, I think, is a free agent. Um, and other than that, there's nobody there who can play wide receiver. So all you pretty much have is Kenny Galladay and you got TJ Hawkinson as a tight end. Other than that, um, you, you don't really have anything. So you either go top defensive player or you go top wide receiver with Devonta Smith, put him alongside Kenny Galladay for Jared Goff, and then you build the defense behind it. Right. Other than that, I still think Detroit's going to be. They'll, I mean, they'll be four and twelve. And yeah. goddamn, man, how how lucky does Aaron Rodgers still get? Motherfucker gets to play Kirk Cousins twice, Chicago twice, and now Jared Goff twice. Ah, damn, Stafford was the only thing that was half relevant on that. that he had to contend with. Just give him fucking ten and six record. Right. What? Um, one thing I did want to mention. As uh, before we get into our new segment, moments in time, uh, EA. Now we got to be specific here. EA college football is coming back, not NCAA. College football. The thing is, why it went away before is the player. You know, a former player sued, and other players followed suit with it because it looked too much like them. Not so, Ed O'Bannon. Thank you, and I couldn't remember who it was. So thank you for that, Cody. Um, and if they don't pay these players, they're not going to be able to use them. So it'd be generic players that can't look anything like them. And uh, like Justin Fields would be a slow white guy if it was, you know, if he stayed at Ohio State. We know he's not. Uh, but I don't know, man. I don't. I need to know more before I think this takes off and does anything. What do you guys think? Nah, I'm good. They I need to put, I they need to put people in there. I mean, it was all right, but I was a mad guy. I, yeah, I mean, I, say, yeah. I like I like college. I like playing Dynasty and all that. It was fun, but I mean, that was years ago too. And by this time, it's I'm, I barely have time to freaking do this anymore. So I don't have time to play video games like I used to. Which I wish I did, but I just don't. So good, happy if uh, if it makes other people happy. Good for them. Other than that, I'm okay with it. That's right. So. Um, Saved us some time. We, we're, we're playing around with time here, but my new favorite thing that we're going to start doing, and we're each going to get three minutes to go. We're going to call it thanks to Wes Anderson. Uh, it's going to be called Moments in Time on this show and Mind Quarantine on the other. We're each going to get three minutes to talk about whatever the hell we want. Of course, we're able to interrupt, so it's almost like pardon the interruption or anything else. We're going to be able to mention whatever the heck we want at any time. So, Cody Bryant gets the honors of going first. I don't care what he says. He'll be able to talk for three minutes. Barry, you can interrupt. I can interrupt. But whatever he wants to talk about, we're going to talk about. So, Cody Bryant, take it away, my man. All right. First off, don't be surprised if the Rams make another trade for Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford ends up in Dallas now that that money is free. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. So, I'm saying that money is free. It's all free money. Oh, Jesus. I can't sign nothing long-term. You're, you're wasting your three minutes with this. So, I'm just saying, just be careful. Don't don't be surprised. But anyway. <laughs> hey, he ain't going to Dallas. <laughs> it's not happening. That's what y'all think. Wait till, wait till Stafford have – he's going to have three good games in, in L.A., Jerry's eyes going to open up and go, oh, that's Troy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
But no, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there wasn't too much happening this week. Um, besides, you know what? I've turned the corner. You know, I, I asked Jeannie to leave the light on for me out there at Staples, and I'm coming home. I didn't know after, if this was the Motel 6 commercial or yeah, I'm where you were home. going with it. Yeah, no, I'm coming <laughs> home, man. After what LeBron James did to that man and his wife down in Atlanta, I'm coming totally home. Yeah. Course I, I don't know what happened. What happened? You guys got to fill me in here. Well, uh, apparently there's this – it was this husband and wife. The wife, she's apparently – Whoa, 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 whoa. Husband and wife. How about sugar daddy sugar and sugar daddy baby sugar, that just happened yeah, to be well, married? Yeah, I would say. I mean, we'll just – I'm just, you know, you know, allegedly Grand, – Grandpa and granddaughter. And <laughs> yeah, allegedly, yeah, allegedly husband and wife. Uh, husband, well, sugar daddy was on the sidelines talking shit because he felt he could because he had courtside seats. But news flashed, oh, sugar daddy, you bought courtside seats to the Atlanta Hawks. They give those away with Braves tickets, all right? So, you you know, I could go down and buy courtside seats to the Atlanta Hawks right now with a haircut and a coach. So, you know... You're really not saying or doing too much. But uh, he started talking shit, and LeBron told him, shut the fuck up with your old steroid ass. And next thing you know, uh, Sugar Baby uh, sugar baby comes in and, and starts talking crazy. And, you know, they end up kicking him out of the game. You know, they get ejected. And uh, the reason why I'm coming home is because they asked LeBron about the whole thing. Um, was I think it was today or yesterday after the fact. And he said, I'm going to paraphrase it, but he said, uh, you know, I don't really tolerate anybody talking to me the way that they did, you know, just as a, as a man. And at first, uh, I was confused because I thought that was his daughter. <laughs> 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 Normally, yeah. old passive aggressive LeBron came with the fire, boy. He came with all the smoke. So, it, it, you know, it was that's something that's in the vein of one Kobe Bean, man. So now I always did respect LeBron. He just wasn't my favorite player. But now, man, I'm coming home, coming back home, man. Jenny left the light on. We had a talk, a little late night chat. He's gonna he's gonna hit it at the Motel Six. Yeah, man. We I'm coming back, man. I'm I'm all back. I'm all in. There we go. I'm all in. Well, now we got the four minute thing rolling on. So you get four minutes, Bear. What do you got? Uh yeah, I mean, I agree with Cody. There, I mean, there wasn't much that went on this week. Yeah, you had the little courtside Karen shit. You had Stafford get traded. It's like the low week. There's no Pro Bowl which, by the way, should never happen again. I don't know how the biggest sports franchise, the NFL, however you want to put it, the best league out there, the most profitable league out there, the biggest league out there, the ones that runs everyone, has the absolute worst, and I mean worst way, worst all-star situation, worst way to, to have these players. Like MLB, man, you got the home run derby. Everyone loves the home run derby. You got the all-star game where these guys actually try because it means something. In the NBA, you got the slam dunk contest. You got the three-point contest. You got the skills competition. Everyone loves that shit. 
the all-star game is fun because we all know they're not going to play defense. When you're not doing anything in the Pro Bowl and you're barely even blocking, like, I get it. It's kind of like the NBA all-star game. We're not playing defense, but it's kind of stupid. Like, bring back – the my, every time it pops up is my favorite Pro Bowl memory is when Sean Taylor absolutely laid out Brian Mormon, the punter, in the Pro Bowl. If you haven't seen that, that'll just perk your that day. That great watch, shit. Watch that again. It's always good to watch once every few months. R.I.P. Sean Taylor. Uh, rest, rest in peace, Sean Taylor. Um, but watching him lay out the punter in a Pro Bowl, that was probably the best moment they'll ever have. But the fact – that nowadays. Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But the fact that the NFL can't find something on a quote-unquote all-star the week before the Super Bowl, anything, no one gives two shits about the Pro Bowl, and people will watch any football. They would watch us play four-on-four four if it was on TV because it's football. Like, people will do it, but no one cares about the Pro Bowl. NFL's got to do something. And if Roger Goodell wants to hire me to get them to do something, I can I can come up with some shit. I can come up with – you remember the old skills competitions they used to have probably like 10, 15 years ago, I think? They had the moving targets. They throw the football. Like, why can't they just do that? Make it a two-hour thing. You got quarterbacks. You got running backs. You got receivers. You got defensive guys. Whatever it is, just set something up like that. Have a cool skills competition. No one gives a shit about the game put some money on the line or donate to charity or do whatever you want. But the fact that the NFL has just the absolute worst piss poor quote unquote, all-star quote unquote pro bowl for the best guys who played all year, who didn't make the super bowl. And they do something that literally gets less viewers than AEW on Wednesday night. Like <laughs> it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's, that's my beef. Um, I'm only going three minutes because that's that's my beef for the week. I'm just embarrassed by the NFL and and the Pro Bowl. They they got to get that shit changed. Flag football. Yeah, there we go. Flag football. Flag that's actually football. fun to watch. Yeah, that'd be cool. Flag, flag with football. celebrities, man. Celebrities versus pros, something like that. You know, something. Yeah, it'd be a fun time. Dude, you know, it doesn't. We, I, I'd love to see you know over some older guys and then you know celebrities and stuff. I mean, hell, they do it in baseball with the softball thing. That shit's cool. I like watching that. Yeah. The, the um, few things, uh, sports-related and not, uh, a lot of people hated on the little things with Denzel. I actually enjoyed it myself, watched it with the father-in-law. I know I got some bad reviews. Everybody wants, you know, here's my problem with people. It's the same thing with sports. Everybody needs this fucking payoff. You know, it's like wrestling. Oh, it's got to have a payoff. It's got to be this. It's got to be what they expect. And when it's not what they expect, the people are pissed. So fuck you, babies that don't get what you want. Kiss my ass. How much on was that? Next- you watch on HBO Max? Yeah, hell yeah. How much was it? Free. Oh, I thought you had to like pay for it. No, it was, like, no, no, no. Every movie that Warner Brothers releases here is free on HBO Max. What? Son yeah, bitch. I did not hell know yeah. that. And thought- a lot of people. A lot I would of people paid didn't ten like bucks it. for it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. I liked it myself. Uh, my father-in-law liked it. Uh, Shit from the grown-ups, not a big fan um, because it, it's so similar mm-hmm. to Seven. Seven is so good, but I'm like, you can't compare them. Seven's in a league of its own, but it has. You, you've seen Seven. I know we like Seven. You'll watch and be like, damn, this is the same present. Probably, you know, kind of a young white cop, an old black cop. <laughs> you know, what the hell's going on here? And uh, it's similar. And then, you know, Denzel played a great part. Uh, uh, Jared Leto, amazing, creepy part. And Rami Malik has two different faces, what to be expected. But 
you know, everybody wants this big payoff and you think it's going to have a big payoff. It's not like what, Oh my God, it's not going to be seven. It's never going to be seven. And it was never going to be just appreciate the movie for what it is. Just telling a quick story. It doesn't need a payoff. Next moving on a few stats about Tom Brady. He's made the Super Bowl in 10 out of his 21 seasons. And if you actually play it right, he didn't start one of those seasons and he was hurt the other season. So really it's 10 out of 19, but so 47% for actual seasons he's played. Steph Curry's career three-point percentage is 43%. Tom Brady has a better chance to make the Super Bowl than Steph Curry does to make a three. That's for you, Jeremy. And the, uh, <laughs> um, Congrats to Sean Weiss. I sent it to you guys. Played Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks. He's been sober a year. He fucking looks fantastic. Not yeah, like that picture. Back on. Mm-hmm. He put some weight back on. Looks like he did before. Not all cracked out and methed out. So congrats to Sean Weiss. I know that's a tough thing to overcome. Uh, the other Tom Brady stat, 10th Super Bowl. Twice as many as any other quarterback in history. We know that our, our boy Patrick Mahomes is going to get up there someday. Four more than his modern contem- contemporaries, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers combined. That's nuts. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, that's that's why people say he's the GOAT. But Mahomes, we all know, is going to be the GOAT. And I'm going to end this since I got one minute left to talk about this is something that just pisses me off to no end. I was reading this and it was a picture of this guy named Craig Telfer ranked 200th in men's hurdles. I don't know how true this is, but I assume it probably is true. In 2016, ranked 390th in 2017, changed his name to CC in 2018. And he said he's a woman now. He won the championship finishing first in women's hurdles in 2019. Okay, I don't care if people want to be transgender, transsexual, do whatever. That's fine. That's up to you. But I have a problem when it changes sports, women's sports. I don't want to see fucking dudes becoming females and fucking then competing in women's sports. Fuck that. I don't agree with it. I think it's messed up. Yeah, um, I don't think that's going to change, unfortunately, anymore. But I, I agree. I mean you're born with a different chromosome, man. And I, I'm totally cool with whatever people want to do and change, but yeah, stay out of, stay out of that sport. You got to, man. You have to. Offer. You want to be trans fine with me. Stay out of sports. Don't switch sports. Mm. Saying that because the men are switching to women's sports and winning or because there's women that have switched and I guess switch is a bad, I don't know, for lack of a better word. (laughs) Um, but I mean, like, there, I mean, got an addictomy and joined a men's sport. I mean, there are women that have done it and gotten to men's sports and have won things too. It's just not like we're you transgender, know, you're saying, right? Yeah, no, there, there are females that have uh, uh, changed over to male and have won, you know, male competitive events. So, I mean, is it maybe is I, I don't know. I mean, is it because they're 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 switching over and winning in female sports that it doesn't get that the females don't get as much attention? Or I mean, I don't know. I'm just I mean, I mean we already know, we already know. know. We already, I mean, in all honesty, we already know female sports don't get as much attention as others. Right. Yeah, and that's the sad part. I mean, female sports don't get enough attention already. And, so I mean, and that's what a that's, man does it. Exactly. So the only way they're going to get attention is exactly that, right? That's yeah, which is the sad part. But, I mean, um, I mean, how would you feel? Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. How would you feel 
if LeBron chopped the old donger off and went to the NBA and was dropping 55 a night. No, everyone would hate that shit. I mean, but if you're that good, you're that good. I mean, but there's some WNBA. Yeah, but there's some WNBA players that could come over into the league right now and get buckets too. You know, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to be, there's no female LeBron. There's no female right that's now. ever going to be better than a male in basketball. I don't know. You haven't seen too many females the, play. It's not going to – but I'm saying it's not going to be better I'm than the best you. player in the NBA. We'll I, never – I doubt that very highly. I so mean, you think there's I'm a hell. female out there that's better than – let's just take LeBron because it's hard yeah. Hell, Cheryl Miller was better than Reggie. Wow. And that's the same house. Hell. Same family. But, Cheryl was better but, than Reggie. But she would have posted up LeBron. Lisa Leslie. Spotted 10 times out of 10. <laughs> How do you know? I mean, uh, hell, there's seven foot men that get swatted ten times out of ten. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like you can't I, say disagreeing with you. You can't say just because they're a female don't mean that they can't play. I mean, no one said that. No one said that. Like, but you guys are saying like they can't dominate. They can get in the men's league and dominate. I I don't think it would happen. I've seen video like dude. I've, I've seen, seen I've seen females come into football and they're kickers. That's the kicker. That's the that's a whole they can't do anything thing. else. But that's a whole different thing. I mean, who's to say they can't though? If they're only training to be a kicker, they don't well, nobody else. They weren't even trained to be a kicker. She's else. a soccer player and they needed somebody that could kick a Exactly. Ball. But that's what I'm saying. Like there's not hell, there's plenty of noodle arm men in the NFL right now. <laughs> Jared Goff. <laughs> you know, exactly. He's one of them. You know, there's plenty of uh, linemen in the league right now or or linebackers or, de- you know, or defensive backs that can't knock anybody over. And they've been playing football their whole life. So who's to say a female couldn't do it if she trained and played football her whole life? Like right. the, the, the best point. women's players – you know, the best women's players, I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you put My, women, put a female in that same situation, who's say it can't? My thing is, I think this person is living the life as a guy, but was terrible mm-hmm. in the I world mean, as he, a man, and then switched to women, and now he's ranked number one. She, I should say. Now is she, in terms of sports. Don't know how he lives his or her life outside of it. Yeah, I mean, the way he did it, yeah, it's kind of suspect how he did it. Exactly. Others, because if they want to do it, you know, more power to them. I may not know anyway. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he I mean, if he felt like that his whole life and, you know, if he wanted to do the, you know, if he was kind of like Caitlyn Jenner and, you know, felt like that his whole life and just never had the the courage or anything like that to actually do it, you know, more power to him. And we're going to – I mean, it, it yeah. looks bad. That's all it is. I mean, honestly, like to me, it just looks bad. Are you good with them uh, using the same restrooms? I don't know. If I mean, if you're if you're female, then you know, go to the women's bathroom. I don't know. If you're I'm not one to use. I'm, I'm just not saying. one to use. Yeah, I'm not one to use public restrooms in general to begin with. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with you. I'm just saying, if you're wait, if even- you're Daughter. Number one or number two? Are you okay? 
Yeah, right. Neither, honestly. <laughs> you don't pee in a public one, bathroom. I'll, oh, I'll pee no. in a public bathroom. I will poop in a public people, bathroom, but... No, there's too many people that pee in public bathrooms and don't wash their hands and grab said door handles. Well, so, that's why COVID started. Exactly, and that's why I, I, I just want no parts of public restrooms. So, uh the uh, so we had we had to add because that topic went longer than normal is uh, some overtime so I just put it in there overtime five minutes went over but uh, so the next thing we're starting is uh, on this day so we're doing on this day but we're only doing one thing and we're going to talk about an athlete that was affected on this day so this day is actually February fourth the day the episode comes out we're going to start doing that and uh, so what happened on this day was. In 1991, Baseball's Hall of Fame Board of Directors voted 12-0 to to bar Pete Rose due to his betting on games while a player and manager. So we've got pretty much five and a half minutes because that took less than 30 seconds to talk about Pete Rose, our thoughts on that, Pete Rose's career, whatever you want to talk about, Pete Rose. Pete, Pete Rose bet on baseball? What? He did? I didn't know that. Charlie Why did he do that? I don't know. He just, he has, the man has 4,256 hits. Just put him in the goddamn Hall of Fame. I mean, it's, this is my thing, right? If the dude was shaving points, like, I can get it, but he wasn't, man. He didn't bet against his own team. He bet on his own team. Like, aren't you supposed to do that? As a manager, as a player, aren't you supposed to bet on yourself? Isn't that what they tell you from the time you have any interest in a sport? Bet on yourself, be the best person you can be, and he just literally does it, and people get mad about it. Twenty-three year player, twenty-three year player, all with the Reds, right? No, he played with the Phillies too. He just started with the Reds, ended with the Reds. Uh, played with the Phillies, Expos, Reds, Phillies, Expos, Reds. Manager of the Reds for those. And he was, the, and what, when he came back, he was player manager, right? I believe so. Yeah. He's won three World Series titles. 75, 76, 80, what, Big Red Machine, right? Same thing, too, man. When uh, Isn't he the one that uh, stole home or uh, ran home and knocked the shit out of Ray Fossey in the All-Star game? He blew his knee out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and everyone got mad at him because it was in the All-Star game. Okay? Yeah. The dude the dude plays. The only guy to, what, run down to first base on a walk? No one did that shit. That's impressive. I mean, no, it absolutely is. And like you said, he started in 1963, right? So he got his 3,000th hit by 1978. Had his 3,000th hit. Crazy. And, he, and in the same year, he had a 44 game hitting streak. Nuts. And how long did he, uh, how long he played for? 23 years. 23 years. Jesus. It's impressive. So I mean, here's a fun thing for you. Here's a question for you. Over under 200 home runs in his career. Under. Cody, yeah, under. how many under. you guys think? 188. 192. 160. Ooh. That's. And he had 14,000 at bats, but the guy had 4,200 hits and only 160 were home runs. He was the type of guy that Cody and I love. Get on base. Like, he knew get on base. Man. Get on base, man. The game has changed now. Yeah, now everyone wants a home run. Hit, for yeah, a, hit a home run. 
Yeah, you go from get on base and, you know, make your way over to strikeouts and home runs. And people wonder why baseball is boring now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no thought in it anymore. Yeah, everyone wonders why pitchers are at their all-time great. It's because everyone's swinging for the fence, man. Yeah, exactly. What about – Sorry, they say ahead. the nerds. Have, oh, I was gonna say that they say the nerds have taken over baseball. And if yeah. you like, if you actually have nothing else to do and you sit and watch a baseball game, like on ESPN or something, all they talk about is just a bunch of, in my opinion, meaningless shit. Like, who cares about the launch angle and how fast you swung <laughs> the bat to hit the ball out or or your exit velocity? Who gives a fuck? You Nobody hit does. The ball. I don't. I don't give a fuck when I go to the golf simulator to see what how fast I hit the ball. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Looks I'm cool one right time. Now. I couldn't tell you now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, know you know how is. stressful it is to try to teach a bunch of 12 year olds how to actually swing a bat now and not try to hit a home run and not yet. They think <laughs> if you uppercut, you're going to put the ball in the air. It's like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like I'm reteaching 11, 12 year olds right now. I yeah. actually hold and swing a bat. You need to and be I, like you need to be like Lou Brown from Major League. Every yeah. that ball in the air, you gotta <laughs> drop down and give me twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Another Lou Brownism. Yeah. <laughs> For throwback to earlier episodes. No, Cody, I know you're dealing with a lot of shit. So basically, I don't want to get too far off Pete Rose, but poor Cody over here got suckered into basically being an assistant head coach when he was going there basically yeah. to be a helper. You're right. <laughs> and, I was just going hold on, hold on. Isn't that how that always please works? T- please tell Bear, though, what the hell they're trying to auction off its shit, what they're trying to do for fundraisers, and then we'll get back to Pete Rose. All right. We'll give this Pete Rose another get, minute after this. We'll let you get yeah. into this. We got time for it's this. Probably gonna, yeah, it's probably going to get me in trouble because I'm sure there might be one or two people <laughs> listening. But at this point, what are you talking about, Cody Bryant? Cody Bryant doesn't fucking coach. Listen here, man. (laughs) Okay, so you know every everybody's team, every program has a fundraiser. Okay, so I go to this meeting and they're passing out raffle tickets. Like, all right, cool, we're doing a raffle. All right, what kind of raffle is it? A fifty-fifty raffle? No, not a fifty-fifty raffle. Oh, okay. Uh, what are we raffling off? I mean, is it a cash prize? No, no cash prize. Okay, well, maybe we're giving out some team swag. No, no, no team swag. We're raffling off an AR-15, two 9 millimeters, and a 38. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? For what? For 11 and 12-year-old baseball? <laughs> for exactly. And, and not just my team, there's three other teams that are doing said raffle. What in the fuck is going on with kids' sports these days? Exactly. Jesus. And they were getting ready to hand some to me, and I said, don't give me those. And they looked at me like I was crazy. I said, no, don't give me those. <laughs> I don't care about guns one way or the other. You know, you like them, you like them, whatever you want to do with them, okay, fine. Don't have 12-year-old boys trying to have sell raffle tickets for them. These are kids, man. Kids for a, yeah, a youth baseball program. Yeah, it's not like it's like, I mean, I would get it if it was like, 
you know, guys, softball, 21 and up. Like, I could see that as a raffle, but 11 and 12-year-olds, like, uh, that's just – that's 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 wild. That's wild shit. Yeah. And and the worst part is these grown men were all excited about it. And I'm just standing there confused. Like, why are we all excited? <laughs> the uh <laughs> and and Cody, I think uh what I've learned from this is we've all the three of us talked back and forth about this shit, funny shit, stories that are gonna come up and how much time each episode is gonna be. I think we're gonna have to stick to the sports episodes an hour. I just put time back. Sports episodes going to be an hour. Wrestling, we can easily make 45 minutes. And uh, But, uh, yeah, now we've got the overtime. We've got time for stories in there. That's why we got overtime. It could be any time throughout. Um, <laughs> yeah, I fucking fuck, love man? it, man. Uh, Let's sell some sweatshirts. No, we don't want to sell sweatshirts. We didn't make any money off of those. <laughs> <laughs> They got it. What about Super Bowl squares? Remember those classic times? I, uh, uh, we, we, uh, who's gonna, who's, who's gonna sit and watch Super Bowl? What do you mean? Who's gonna sit and watch Super Bowl? <laughs> and Super Bowl squared. Like, how hard is it to pick a square at the end of a quarter? The uh, right. Well, the the fun thing you'll appreciate this. We uh, me and Barry each got some squares, and then OTL got a couple squares between me and him, and of course OTL six and nine. Yeah. <laughs> It just worked out that way. But all right, let's take it home with Pete Rose. Minute and a half left on Pete Rose. Uh, 17-time All-Star, three-time World Champ, NL MVP in 73, World Series MVP 75, NL Rookie of the Year in 63, two-time Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, Roberto Clemente Award, three-time NL Batting Champion, number 14 retired, Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame, obviously on the All-Century team for Major League, not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Career batting average, give me it. What is it? Take a guess. 3 3 313 Cody uh 302 303 very good now last thing I'll ask you about him managerial win percentage what is his win percentage as a manager it's got to be decent um 621 uh, I think it was like awful. I think it was like 490. Hey, you're a little closer than Bear. 525. So he did have a winning percentage. He was 412 wins, 373 losses. Um, we'll just end it on this. We got 20, about 20 seconds left in this segment. Hall of should he be in the Hall of Fame? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. It's about what you do in between. As the a lines. player. Yes. As a player. As a player. Not a manager. Absolutely. As a player. Absolutely. 100% agree. Unfortunately, he won't get in until he's dead. Yep, yeah. and they changed the rules. I say, they ain't letting Shoeless Joe in. They ain't letting him in. All right, so now with trivia, we need the updated standings. It's changed. We've got uh, – we're doing one question a week, and you can give us the standings if you want. All right, updated standings. Montes, T-Baggin with 18. Odie with 8. Myself with 22, Parrot with 10, Peapod with 8, and Wes Anderson with 2. So you, at this moment, Parrot is beating Cody Bryant. <laughs> where are you and I at, you said? I have 22, you have 18. Okay, not bad. So one question a week is what we're doing. And then Jeremy's going to give us his hot take, and we each get 30 seconds to respond, or we'll combine our time to a minute and a half and shit all over it. Let's do a tough five-point Super Bowl question tonight. Leonard Fournette 
Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Daryl Williams all played their college ball at Louisiana State or LSU. Go Tigers. So there's a reasonable chance the leading rushers for both teams in Super Bowl LB will be former LSU guys. What is LV? 45? Yeah. What was the – or 55. 55. Not 45. Fuck, I'm living in the times. 55. What was the last Super Bowl in which the leading rusher rushers both played their college ball at the same school? If nobody gets this right, you can give a hint, and the question will be worth three points. So uh, we can each put it in the chat box, make it real quick. Um you know, we don't want to obviously spend a lot of time. Got to think about this. And uh, so they just want to know where they played college ball, right? And a lot of time. No, he wants to know the last Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, just give me a hit. I yeah, I, I mean, you might you might as well just just throw a number in. <laughs> just yeah. guess. All right. All right. Everybody give a number. I'm going – 50 35, 35. so 35 50 cody bryant 28 i can't remember where uh <laughs> I can't remember where 28 Thurman... was dallas and buffalo <laughs> oh is it shit that's what i wanted i, I was thinking emmett and thurman but i can't remember where thurman went to college i want to say georgia so i think that's incorrect, but well 28 was emmett and thurman time yeah because that was super bowl 27 and 28 was both dallas cowboys 29 niners won 30 dallas beat uh pittsburgh i don't even know what 35 is then. 50 was uh uh the broncos Seahawks, uh, wasn't it? yes or no, they didn't beat the Seahawks. That broncos panthers right yeah i don't even know who the panthers running back was well, cam newton so <laughs> <laughs> nope Okay. Super Bowl 35. I don't even know what that is. That's We're getting a hint here, it looks like. We'll give oh, a hint shit. That was the Giants and the Ravens. Damn it. <laughs> Here's a hint. Super Bowl took place within the last 10 years. Interesting. So we can just guess numbers? <laughs> yeah. I was say, uh, I want to think at least on this one. What Super Bowl is this again? 55? Correct. Correct. 45 or 44. This is this is 55. That's 10 years ago. So right. 2011 then? Oh. Yeah. I would say 52. All right. So 52 for Cody Bryant. What was 52? Do we even know or are you just guessing numbers? I'm just guessing numbers. I think that was the Rams Patriots, wasn't it? Well, I think it was Philadelphia and the Patriots, right? I want uh, give me I want Rams Patriots. Whatever. You want Rams Patriots? What number was that? What was that 2018? So it, that should be 52, right? 53. Last 53? year was 54. Yeah, 53 want, was Rams Patriots. Yeah. Give me 53. Well, yeah, that's I want 53. Okay, so 53 and 53. So we'll take that out. Um Shit, I don't – I got to think back. Uh, so, I was wrong on – what did I say? 50, I was wrong. I feel like everyone's going to be the uh, – I'm going to go 52. Just because you guys said 52, Cody Bryant did, I'm just going to stick with it. <laughs> Tough part is a leading rusher. I mean, that's the thing. But 
53, I want to say, would have been Gurley and Sony Michelle, right? Yeah. yeah. Both went to Georgia. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yep. Sony and Gurley. We only get three go. points for that, right? Each of you get three. Let's hear his hot take. This is perfect timing. <laughs> Looks like we're going to get extra time to, to crap on it. Please. At least Cody took the lead. Oh on. God! I'm sure you guys already talked about the Stafford for Goff trade. I am eager to hear Cody's take on that one. I personally like Goff and think he's definitely has potential. He's only 26 years old. I'm not sure when Matt Stafford became this amazing quarterback. All I've heard the last few weeks are how so many teams wanted him, and I was shocked by what the Rams gave up for him. Granted, he hasn't had much talent around him throughout his career, but I what? I got to back up on that. Uh, but had, read that, one more, t- read that one more time. He was shocked by what the Rams gave up for him. Granted, he hasn't had much talent around him throughout his career. He's talking about Stafford in his career. But I've just never seen all that, seem all that impressed. I think a 33-year-old Stafford is not much better than 26-year-old Goff. So to give up so many high draft picks is crazy to me. I predict the Lions will have a better wins improvement next season than the Rams do with this trade. That's all I got. Oh, except for one thing. My Utah Jazz have the best record in the entire NBA right now. 11-game win streak was snapped over the weekend, but a new streak has now begun. That team does not have any weaknesses at all. Have a good one and see you guys for wrestling. So here we go. We got a minute and a half all together. Go. (laughs) Take it. (laughs) Who can have that? We already hit on this one. Listen, man. A 33-year-old Stafford. Hell, I'm 35 and I'm better than a 26-year-old Jared Goff. Jared Goff makes one read. If that one read is not good, the play is just shut down. There's nothing else you can do. He's still getting plays called to him while the microphone is still on with 15 seconds left in the play clock. You're 26 years old. You're an NFL quarterback. You are a number one pick. There is no reason why you should not know how to call a play and have an audible in your head that's not given to you based on your pre-snap reads. That is ridiculous. Now, I just want to go back to a thing, though. Cal, didn't uh, didn't uh, yeah, Calvin Stafford Johnson. had Calvin Johnson? <laughs> yeah, Calvin Johnson. But now he's got some receivers. What do you think on his take about the, the wins? That uh, He thinks Detroit's going to have more wins improvement than the Rams see on their wins improvement this year. Because the no. Rams went the, – the, okay, so the Lions had – uh, five wins. So he thinks they're going to win more than the Rams are going to win 10. So if the Rams win 12, that's a two win improvement. If the Lions win eight, it's a three win improvement. You don't think that's that happens. Splitting hairs, though. That's splitting Lions, hairs. the lion, the lions will go five, four and 12, five and 11, six and 10, somewhere in there. Rams are at least winning 10 games at the least are winning 10 games next year. The Rams can win the division right now with what they have because Matt Stafford is, he may be older, but he's still a competent quarterback that can still throw the ball down the field to both sides of the field. That makes a difference. Don't matter how old you are. Hell, Phillip Rivers was still heaving it down, downfield on both sides of the field. Lord knows he couldn't throw it 15 yards in the air. No, you're right. Um, so, and, and, oh, my gosh. And the draft picks thing? Dude, the Rams haven't had a first-round pick in seven years. 
Like, <laughs> like, honestly, like the last first round pick they had was Jared Goff. That was their last first round pick. They haven't had a first round pick since then. Everybody that they've had have been, you know, second round or later picks. And that's the team that they have now that went to the Super Bowl and have been to the playoffs. You know, they, they've been to the playoffs and they've made a Super Bowl. All with not having first round picks. I think we need to kind of stop putting a, uh, a an overvaluation on, you know, picks in the first and second rounds. I mean, hell, Tom Brady was what, a fifth round pick? Right. How many Super Bowls he been sixth, to? Sixth, ten. Oh, six. Uh, yeah, he was a six round pick. Six, six, yeah, six round, round pick. pick. Yep. Yeah, ten Tom Super Tom Brady, Bowls. six round pick. You know, uh, Dak Prescott, fourth round pick. He's gonna someday get pick. to a Super Bowl. <laughs> he will. I have faith. He will. I'm telling you. But uh, Jerry trading <laughs> for Stafford, right? The uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, and as far as his Jazz. Good luck to them. We'll see how it plays out through the season. We'll get to that at some point. Uh, but this say, was a fun one. Talk to me in the playoffs. Yeah, talk to us in the playoffs. This was fun. Got it about an hour. We kind of know what we're going to do with the structure. It was fun. We had a good time. Uh, we got to thank Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall Squatty Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry, Sparty Steve, we didn't get you on the show. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Matt Stafford still ain't fucking playing in Dallas. They're going to trade for him and retire his jersey. Mm-hmm.